It's the Christmas season. So what is our favorite movie? What are the best songs of the Christmas season? And what do the Miami Dolphins have to do with Christmas? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truths. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. This is the Unpacking It podcast, and this is our annual Christmas special. I'm Bryce. He's Luke. We love Christmas. We love sports. We love Jesus. We're getting into it all today on the show. This is our final show of 2023. We are fired up about 2024, and uh, man, we got a lot in store here at at unpacking it, and uh, and so we're excited though to to celebrate year number ten as we wrap up year number ten as a ministry unpacking it ministries, and so that's awesome. We're also celebrating the wonderful good news of Christmas and all that it represents, and so this truly is a wonderful time of year. And so every year we love goofing around a little bit, talking Christmas movies and Christmas music. I've got some some I'm convinced takes and observations to share as well. Some things I got to get off my chest that, that that kind of bubble up during the Christmas season. And then also, what are sports fans asking for this year? If they could ask Santa for anything, what, what, what are sports fans asking for? And what about specific fan bases? Uh, what are they asking for this Christmas season? So we'll have some fun with that as well. And encourage you to check out our website, unpackingit.com. Man, heading into the new year, make sure you're signed up for our devotional. Uh, sign up now. You'll get all of our best of devotionals to wrap up the year as well. So uh, definitely check that out. Also, as you're considering year-end giving, man, we'd love to have your support. We, we greatly appreciate your support. Many of you support us all year long, and we are thankful. Uh, for those of you that want to jump in here at the year-end, uh, man, it'd be a huge blessing for us. We actually have a, a $25,000 matching gift going on right now. So you give and it's basically doubled. So, uh, so that's, that's the encouragement, uh, for you as well. Uh, we also just want to thank Sugar Creek coffee for all of their support this year, uh, sugarcreekcoffee.com and, uh, make sure you order some, some bags of delicious coffee, uh, this Christmas season as well. And when you do use the promo code on pack all right luke this is probably our favorite show of the year you have joined me now for the last few years and uh we always have a great time you're looking great in your christmas sweater uh <laughs> man i am due for a new christmas sweater yeah i i, I was telling you this is I, I was kind of bottom of the barrel looking for a red shirt <laughs> i uh i wore one yesterday and so here's today and you called this pink i just wanted to confirm this is a red shirt that has been washed <laughs> one too many times and has now turned into a pink shirt, but it, it is representative of Christmas red. Oh, that shirt is begging for retirement if it, if it used to be red. I was willing to give you, maybe it's salmon color, but I was for sure thinking it was a pink shirt. Man. Did not expect a... it to be an original red shirt. So 
I know. I'm, I'm due. I, I need a good Christmas sweater. I really do. Like Walmart. a fun one. Goofy Wally one. World. Oh, Walmart's loaded. Is it? Okay. So, All right. Oh, great selection of Christmas sweaters. I need to step my game up on that. I, I've got this one old sweater that's way too small. It's like a medium. Doesn't, But I wear it every Christmas. It's a schmedium. It's, it's tight. tight. It's yeah. tight. So I, I, I got to step my game up. I've got a Home Alone one as well. That, that I, Solid. I, it's, like a, yeah. it's like a comfortable one. So I'll wear that for, <laughs> for some leisure gatherings. Wear. Lounging around the house. Yeah. Yeah, Throwing exactly. a little red zone, Home Alone sweater. Perfect. Absolutely. Oh, I've, I've been in full-blown uh, robe, robe mode. It's been cold here in Charlotte. Oh, so nice. I, I'm, I'm in slippers? the robes. Yeah, slippers. Oh, nice. yes. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm 85 years old. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's tremendous. It is absolutely tremendous. So we, uh, we will talk Christmas, uh, but we, we begin, as, as you as a listener are used to, we will unpack a sports story related to the Bible, related to life. And this will be a little bit shorter of a version uh, of the topic. And then, and then we'll get into a couple other things as, as well. Uh, but I want to talk about speed, quickness, fast, those, those words. And, and really, as you think about the NFL season and, and what's interesting this time of year, teams sometimes slow down a little bit, right? Because the weather changes, you know, you start getting some, some snow and ice and, or uh, rain and, and teams start slowing down. But the team all year long that, that really you know, jumped out strong to start the season, and they're still playing well, I still think they're a team to fear in, in the playoffs um, to a certain extent because the AFC is wide open, yeah. but it's the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you think about speed, you think about Tyreek Hill. And then you, you, you realize, wow, Raheem Mostert, really fast. Devon Achan, really fast. And you even look at the defensive side of the ball, they got a bunch of fast players on defense. So they built their team on speed. And, and you look, look across the NFL, you know, you want speed on, on deep from defensive ends. You, you want speed from your run game. You, you, you at least need one really fast wide receiver, if not all fast wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but in particular, I think the Dolphins have represented that with their team this year. Um, and so what are your thoughts just kind of uh, watching Miami, what they've become? Uh, I know we talked about them probably a few weeks ago as well, but um, yeah. they've they've been impressive, no no doubt. It's just it's remarkable when you have on your roster Tyreek Hill, and he's probably not. I say probably he's he might not be the fastest guy on your team, which is astounding. <laughs> yeah. like you said, Mostert's fast, but he's thirty one or thirty two. So you know we he might not have it as much as Tyreek does, but. A-chan, 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 whatever he wants to go by these days. Track star at A&M, loved watching him when I was in school there. And that dude can fly. It's just astounding that you have two of the fastest guys in the NFL and Tyreek Hill is potentially not the fastest guy on your team. That's that's amazing. Scary for defenses. Well, it's, it's hard to even comprehend what this means, but... These guys run like 22 miles per hour or 21 miles per hour, like top speed. That's how fast they're getting. Now, I, I, again, I fully don't understand what that means, but wow, yeah. that sounds that sounds really fast, right? Because when I fly through my head. neighborhood sometimes when I'm late, which I shouldn't yeah. do, it's very dangerous. You shouldn't do that. But I'm look, I looked at you know, you're only going 20 miles an hour, but it yeah. feels like you're fast. Um, so, so that's how fast those guys. It's like if you saw someone running through the neighborhood, there's goes Tyree Kill. Yeah, that's me driving. Speeding. Yeah, that's I mean, what it is. It's 15 miles an hour in my neighborhood. 
15 miles an hour, kids at play. That's right. They're, they'd be speeding, which is, which is, <laughs> which is insane. So Off the top of your head, can do you even have an estimation of your top speed? So like, how fast are you mowing the lawn? Are you pushing three, four? So you know what's funny is my name, Bryce, actually means quick. And, oh, wow. and I couldn't be any slower <laughs> at, at everything. I mean, that's why this, this topic today is uh, ironic. Because if mm-hmm. you think of Bryce and me, it's, it's slow. Oh, yeah, Bryce is, I'm the slowest eater. I'm, I'm, I'm just slow. <laughs> In general, so hey, unless you're in the pool, speed demon. With well, the, there, with you the there you go. There you Best go. Best swimmer. Yeah. Actually, yeah. so I peaked at running in fifth grade. I finished third in the turkey trot. So it was a Very race solid. around the gym, third place. Nice. So that was my my claim yep. to fame from the the running speed standpoint. I peaked in seventh grade, six twenty two mile, and have not even sniffed that ever since. Wow, a lucky yeah, day I, that was. But seventh grade, and then it was downhill from there. I think I got into the six minutes at one point, but anyway, so, uh, but, but speed is important in the NFL, but today, why I want to bring up this topic is I want to go to the Christmas story and, and, and we, you know, we hear about all these different characters and different perspectives when you, when you read the, the Christmas story, which I encourage you to read, uh, two different accounts in the gospels, read both of them and know the truth because so many, especially as I read all these books to, to my daughters. And I, I mentioned this on last year's episode. There's so many things that just aren't biblical that are added to the Christmas story that you hear and different things. It's just, so it's good to, to read the truth um, that, that what we actually know, know to be the case based on, on God's word. Um, but, but here's what is written in Luke 2, uh, 15 and 18, verses 15 and 18. As the angel choir withdrew into heaven, the shepherds talked it over. Let's get over to Bethlehem as fast as we can and see for ourselves what God has revealed to us. They left running and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger, seeing was believing. They told everyone they met what the angels had said about this child, also who heard the shepherds were impressed. So that's the message version of that that translation. But the the bottom line is they they went quickly. They went fast. They, They ran. The, the angels come, they tell them, you know, hey, go see, the, the baby's been born, the Savior of the world is born, go see him. And what do they do? They went quick. They see Jesus, and then they quickly go back to tell everyone uh, uh, about what they saw. And, and mm-hmm. the, the, the Savior of the world is, is here. We saw him. Um, here's what the angels did. And, and so in light of that, and so as you hear the Christmas story, as you think about the Christmas story, as you reflect this time of year, my focus for, for us today and hopefully in the next you know, few days, think about the quickness, the speed. Where, where can we implement that in life? You know, the, the simple thing, the, the shepherds went quickly to Jesus. Is that our, is that our response? When, when life is tough, do we quickly go to Jesus? Hmm. When we're looking for, for an answer and we need wisdom, quickly go to Jesus. And, and are, we, are we quick to tell others about Jesus? When, when we've experienced him and we know him and, and we've, uh, you know, hey, I've, I've witnessed him for, for, for real. Are we quick to, to, to share that, to share that story? So those are a few examples off the top. Yeah, I think of one just to piggyback off that. When our schedules get busy, when we're stressed with things that we have to get done, are we quick to run to time with God? Or is time with God just a, a convenience? 
if I have time for it. And this is convicting for me. I mean, we've been talking for the past couple months on this podcast. The fall and Thanksgiving Christmas schedule is packed with things. And for me, there can be a tendency of, well, uh, maybe I'll have time with God tomorrow because I have all these things I need to get done, or I'm feeling stressed about things, which is, which doesn't make sense because when I have a lot, of, a lot to get done, when I'm overwhelmed, when I'm stressed, I should be running to God to meet me there. Mm. But I convince yep. myself on, let me just get all this done, and then I can have time with God. So that's been on my mind lately. Mm. As this year comes to a close, all the things we still have to get done, gift shopping, family meetups, uh, time with friends, serving in church, leisurely time, stuff at work at the end of the year, everyone's feeling it. But sometimes I can be very slow to run to God in in those circumstances, which is not what my heart needs. Mm. It needs more of God in those circumstances. But I convince myself, eh, maybe later. So I, that's uh, this topic is it's kind of hitting home there. That's right. Instead of being so so quick to everything else, everything else, quick to him, quick mm-hmm. to him, quick to him. A um, couple other just things to think about today in, in when does it matter speed? Where, where, where is speed important? It's important on the football field. It's also important when it comes to listening, right? Let everyone be quick to hear. Be a careful, thoughtful listener, slow to speak a speaker of carefully chosen words and slow to anger, patient, reflective, forgiving. So that's James 1.9 in the Amplified. We also want to be quick to forgive. Colossians 3.13, be gentle and ready to forgive. Never hold grudges. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And, and then quickly say no to temptation and mm. run. run. Run from sin, yeah. right? That's when we want to be quick. And so 1 Timothy 6.11 but you, Timothy, you are a man of God. So run from all these evil things. Pursue righteousness and a godly life, along with faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. And, and then quickly give. First Timothy 6, 18. Tell them to use their money to do good. They should be rich in good works, works and generous to those in need, always being ready to share with others. So mm-hmm. if we're ready, we can be quick, right? Um, quickly re- respond to a need. Respond to a need. Um, Sure, you want to be discerning and, and when you give and all that. I, I'm, I'm not saying that, but we want to be we want to be quick. We want to be willing and prepared to to do that. Um, yeah. there, so, there's plenty of things in life. Just get out of there. There's there's no need to linger, especially when it comes to sin, temptation. Flee from it. We see that language right. in scripture. Flee, run, evacuate. Go. There's there's no time to mess around with this stuff. And I love being quick to hear. A, a mentor of mine told me. In talking with people, we want to be interested rather than interesting. Hmm. We want to be question askers. We want yeah. to be the one that makes other people feel heard. Hmm. We don't want to be the person that's always talking, yapping our mouths, talking about ourselves, doesn't ask questions. But in relationships, are we actually engaged in being willing to listen, giving someone else the platform to speak, especially in conflict? Now, I think of when Madeline and I have conflict I the tem, the temptation is to well let me just say everything I need to say right now you must not be hearing me correctly but am I willing to pause and be quick to hear her mm. because times when her and I both do that we're quick to hear each other or if I've had conflict with other people that's when it starts to <clears throat> to resort itself uh, to resolve itself 
rather than let's just try to talk over each other. I don't That's really right. care about hearing your opinion. That's right. That's right. So lots of opportunities to be quick. And and again, back to uh, the inspiration from the Shepherds this this Christmas season. They were they went quickly. They ran. Be a Bryce. Know? Be quick. Be quick, baby. Yeah. So I, I need this is motivation for me. Got to step yep. it up. Sometimes I'm a little slow to take out the trash. Maybe be a little quicker. A little quicker to to help around the house. Right. <laughs> that, maybe that's a good word for somebody. <clears throat> good for word me. For, me. for me. That's a good one yeah. for me. How about that? <laughs> um. So there you go. The uh the other thing to uh to kind of bring up too. Um, curious for you, Luke, what, what does Advent look like? Sort of the, you know, the, the anticipation, the days leading up to Christmas from a, from a spiritual standpoint. I I know for me this season, uh, I've been reading really mainly one book, um, from, uh, David Jeremiah, 25 questions, um, about kind of Christmas. And today was about why the angels Mm -hmm. and it was why, a why a manger or why Joseph, why Mary, and just kind of looking at all the different different perspectives and so reflecting on all of that and 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 yeah just thinking about okay what, what is this story all about hmm. um and and the ramifications of it and so um i just encourage everybody you know take time to do that it's a little late in the season now but even this final week yeah you know, days leading up that this is an opportunity this is such a pivotal uh story of course jesus coming to earth this is, this is a, it's remarkable but there's so much uh, little hidden gems within the Christmas story and the yep. Christmas truth uh, that that I think can encourage us in a lot of different ways. So I, hmm. that's that's my word for for all of us. Yeah. So Madeline and I have been reading through the Old Testament prophets, and I'm excited to as we <clears throat> continue to read through the Gospels this time of year, uh, the the birth of Jesus. Those hidden gems you talk about that we may have just read over before, never noticed, um, because that's what Scripture does all the time. The more you read it, the more the Holy Spirit shows you. Um, And I think another thing that's really helpful, especially this time of year, from Thanksgiving through Christmas through New Year's, we've been gathering with friends and family. But those can be opportunities for meaningful time with God together. It doesn't have to be, well, I really only spend time with with God, with myself, and when I'm with friends and family, I don't really know how to gear conversations toward faith. Mm. I mean, because it's a perfect time of year. You're with family you may haven't seen in a while, or your family, you are with family you see all the time, but maybe you're just unsure. How, how do we have these these faith conversations together at this time of year? Um, there's one resource called Every Moment Holy. Mm. It's this liturgy book, and in the table of contents, there's all these topics. So when gathered at a meal with friends, on someone's birthday, when it's sunny outside, on the day you mow the grass. There's all these normal activities we do, and there's these little liturgies that you read. So, for example, the the one about when you gather at a meal with friends. It's just a few paragraphs on leading you. Someone can read it out loud, or you can read it together, kind of reader and then response, on thankfulness to God for the food, and it's almost kind of like a guided prayer. Mm. Uh, and they're really simple. Um, there's no obstacles to them. They're really easy to understand. And Madeline and I, my church uses them in different gatherings. There are great opportunities to kind of set the tone or to gear a conversation with friends and family toward kind of a faith-centered conversation. Say the name um, one more time. Every Moment Holy. Every Moment Holy. Cool. Yeah. That's great. There's digital resource or print. They're just, yeah, kind of guided prayers, liturgies that are 
just really good conversation starters. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's about being intentional. That's that's really what it is. So do we want just Christmas to just vanish, the whole season just to get sucked into it all? Or or do we want to take the moments and be aware of of what's going on? Yeah, want to be intentional. Um, We want to, not even in in a... Non, in a non-spiritual way, we want to also just enjoy the holidays too. That's right. That's right. But it's so easy. I'm, I've done this so many times. You get to you know, January 10th and it's like, wait, what? What just happened? It's yeah. it, Everything's over? Because you're just so go, 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 go. I got to get things done, get things done. And you can't even pause and just take a breath and enjoy it. Mm. Let's do it. Absolutely. So with that said, uh, I was I was at lunch today with with my mentor. I mentioned him often, um, and I was sharing with him kind of, hey man, I'm tough tough season, a lot going on, a lot you know, feeling feeling the the heat, and I'm you know I'm struggling to get into the Christmas spirit. And even yesterday, I told you, Luke, hey, I I can't record the show today. I'm just not in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> and so even today, I'm I'm pushing through, but but I. My, my mentor said, be honest with the audience. Tell them, tell them that. And, and, and so here's kind of the, the motivation in sharing that is we're going we're gonna to step into some conversations about Christmas. We're going to have some fun. We're going to goof around. And for all of us, like this season, there, we talk about the, you know, the, the holy moments and the opportunities to grow in our faith. There's also just times of, of happiness and, and, and joy. And, and some of it is, can be inspired by our faith but some of it is is fun and and you know sometimes worldly too. But but hopefully we see God through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes we struggle with the Christmas season because we go, ah, I don't want to listen to Christmas music. Ah, I don't want to watch a Christmas mu- movie. I don't want a feel good movie. Um, or I uh, you know I'm just not in the mood. Life is too hard. Life is too tough. And and it's just a reminder that Jesus came into the chaos. Right? Mm-hmm. He entered into it. He came from heaven to earth into this this crazy sinful world, and you know, I've been thinking about it too. I don't think it was all this this cute little silent night. It was loud and crazy and nuts, and the town of Bethlehem was going you know going crazy and all that. They're packed. Of course, it ends up it ends up in the stable. It's it's packed. So um so for us like for me personally, just to say like there's chaos at, at home at work. I I'm, I'm dealing with all this different stuff. My head's spinning. I'm I'm struggling. But, but Jesus enters into that. He is with me, you know, right? Emmanuel, God with us. So he comes mm-hmm. to be with us on earth, and he's with us. So he's with me right now, and, and I want to have fun. I want to enjoy this time. My daughters are four and two. I want to be in the Christmas spirit, and the Christmas spirit is alive and well. I say this every year because Jesus is alive and well. Mm-hmm. So when our eyes are fixed on him, he is the spirit of Christmas. So yep. if we're not feeling... Feeling the spirit, then we got to get, we got to get, we talked about this on our last show, aligned with the spirit, right? In step with him. And, and so then we can enjoy all that, that he has for us. And, um, and, and, and yeah, some of the silliness and stuff. Yeah. It's not lasting joy and all that, but, but let's enjoy the sugar cookies and have some fun and enjoy yeah. putting on ornaments and all, all this stuff is, is it's a, it's a, a treat. It's a, it's a fun, fun opportunity. So let's, I'm, I'm, a, I'm in for all mm. of it. So here we go. Great reminder. I mean, it's we hear it all the time. It's cliche. Jesus is the reason for the season. But it's true. That's the Christmas spirit. It started exactly with, with what you're saying, believing that 
Jesus, who is God, came to earth, was born in a manger, and was, eventually went to the cross to die for our sins, rise from the dead, so that we may have new life and fellowship with God. Out of that foundation, that is the Christmas spirit, not the... Christmas spirit doesn't rest on <clears throat> Jingle Bells, Hallmark <laughs> movies, and Christmas cookies. That's right. All of those are great. Yep. But when they flow out of the true Christmas spirit, that's which is right. exactly what you're saying, that's, right. that's lasting. Yep. And that overcomes pain, suffering, sorrow that may be triggered at Christmas time. Because it's a hard time for a lot of people. But no when question. Christmas spirit is founded on Emmanuel, God with us, okay, now we can have Christmas spirit. Now there's something to enjoy. That's right. Not setting our hope on Jingle Bells or Jingle Bell Rock, which is the superior song. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Neither here nor there. Absolutely. So, uh, so there you go. So let's let, let's let's all get into the Christmas spirit together. And, and again, which is rooted in the reality and the good news that Jesus came, was born, and ultimately he died. He rose again, and he saves us. So that's what we're celebrating. It's the whole story. It's the complete story. That's really what we're celebrating. Um, and so uh, along with that, let me, uh, let me get some, some observations, some stories rolling from my Christmas season so far. Hmm. And, and some of this will speak to why I'm struggling this Christmas season too. But, um, but no, the first thing is, so I like Christmas lights, but I'm not Clark Griswold, and I haven't necessarily embraced that yet. However, my neighborhood, man, people are catching up. People are putting on lights. My neighbors are putting on lights. I've told you I've tried to keep up with my lawn, trying to make sure my lawn is as good as my neighbors. Now I'm feeling the pressure of keeping my lights. I got to have some good lights on, <laughs> on my house. So here's what happened. I decided one day to wrap my deck with lights. Not a huge deck. It was a tiny little deck in the back, in the back of my house. Mm. To, to wrap with lights, Okay. I plugged them in to test before I did the wrapping. I, it, this took actually a lot of time to do. <laughs> I wrapped. I brought it around. I had this kind of good system, though, that, that okay. still took time. And, and, and I got to the very end of the, the strand. I went to then plug it in again because I had unplugged it to, to do all the, the work. I plugged it back in. Dunzo. <laughs> no. No lights. No lights. They were, they were dead, and I, like, felt the fuse bust in my hand, and I didn't oh. really know, know what happened. But So when you did the, the way, test plug-in, that was just the last hurrah for the lights? That, that was, was it. the last one? That, that was it. It was <laughs> devastating. So all that time, I was all excited to have these set up. Well, oh. then I just gave up. It got dark, and, you know, forget about it. Well, then a couple days go by. It's been raining. I, I wasn't able to, to fix it. I even bought a new fuse and I like tried to put it in there during the rain and it still didn't help. It still didn't work. So then I was planning on fixing it. My wife, Jody decided, all right, these don't work. So I'm going to take these down and throw them away. I, I, I was devastated. <laughs> I, I was devastated. I, I, I couldn't believe that she would take that down and not allow me to fix those lights. Oh. And, and so they, they ended up in the trash I got them out of the trash, and they're now sitting in my garage. They'll probably be sitting there until next Christmas when I try 100%. again. Yep. When I try again, okay? So you're going so, no lights then. It, that's it. Thankfully, we've got them on the front. This was in the back, so I was trying to do like a little extra. Okay. My, my neighbors have them all over their their um, yeah. fences. I thought I'd do my deck, something creative. Yeah. Now we got nothing. 
I mean, nothing. You could there. just do the lazy play and do the projector onto, <laughs> onto the house or the garage. I, honestly, though, that's worse than that's worse than nothing. I mean, the I, projector. I tend to agree. I, I, yeah. Shout out to anybody listening that that does that. You just flip on the switch and your your lights are. But you got to put some work in. You got to wrap those lights. You got to stand on a ladder. Yeah. You got to figure out the plug situation. You got to find an extension cord. Yeah, that, that, that's part of the deal. You got to experience a little Clark Griswold because remember he puts the, he puts those two to, those uh, lights together, nothing. Yeah, and then bang, Boom. he gets them. I'll tell you what. Shout out to my brother in law. He funded his Christmas lights for about twenty dollars total. Oh, good for him. Three dollars in a yard sale, but every light he needed for his house, and then it was just about all he needed to actually buy was like the the attachments on the gutter good for so him he got everything for like 20 bucks i i believe you can get it from other people because they oh, give 100%. up and they're like yeah, yeah we're not doing this again yeah like it is you, a lot of work people could be. buy your lights and they'd be good That's, as new <laughs> <laughs> they can figure out how to fix them <laughs> i don't like to give up I, i'm not a giver i'm a perseverer okay that's who yeah. i am it, it benefits me in good ways but then sometimes you're going slow just ways. like you said earlier you're going slow that's right i'm a little slow i'm a little slow um I, I, it's it's disappointing though. My wife doesn't believe in me that I could have fixed those lights. I think that's really <laughs> what the the root of that was. So, um, so we'll work yeah. about to work through that. The other thing with the lights that I have to mention, I thought about it this morning. I, I was up fairly early this morning, and I look out. Christmas lights are still on. Mm. Why are Christmas lights on all night long? Okay, I, as a as a dad, I don't know at what point this happens to you in life, but you all of a sudden become the turn off the switch light switch guy in your house. <laughs> And so I spent half my day just when I'm home, just turning off light switches. Why are the why are the lights on in the in the laundry room? Nobody's doing laundry. Turn off the light switches. So I'm thinking, why are people leaving their Christmas lights on all night long when people are sleeping? Oh. Like maybe Christmas Eve, I'll give it to you. But middle of December, come I don't on. Know. You got a bunch of night shift people on your street, I guess. I, I guess a bunch of nocturnal guess, folks. Leaving them up for them? Oh. It just seems like a waste of money to me. It's, it, <laughs> It does cost money to leave the lights on. Yeah, got to get a timer. Got to get, get a timer. Got to get a timer. We've got a timer on our front. Even until midnight, but the 1 a.m. to 4 a.m. shift, nobody's seeing those. No, no. So there's that. The other thing, uh, the other day I went grocery shopping for a few items, and I got the great idea that I was going to look for chestnuts. I love the song. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yep. Why do we sing about it every year? And I've never seen them. I've never <laughs> eaten them. No one has ever presented them to me. Yes. Why are they not a part of the 2023 Christmas extravaganza? I don't think they exist anymore. That's my opinion is at one time in ancient history, they may have existed. I have never met anyone who has ever met anyone who has ever tried a chestnut. They do not exist, is my opinion. So you don't think I found any at, gro at the grocery store? No chance. Food Lion in Charlotte? No chance they're, theater, having, they're having chestnuts. So I looked it up online, and I go, wow, these are a thing. And I, re I read about them. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So they, they do sell <laughs> chestnuts. So I show up to Harris Teeter, and I asked, I asked at least one. I think I asked even two. I might have asked two people. That, hey, where can I find the chestnuts? You're asking the, the high school part-time associate, <laughs> yeah, where right. are the chestnuts? They were so annoyed by me. I mean, they were, they were unbelievable. They were clown? not kind. Yeah. They thought it was ridiculous. And, and so, hey, where are the chestnuts? They, they said, they, well, they're near the nuts. I've, 
I looked, I looked at the nuts, and I don't see any chestnuts. Yeah. So there's pecans and walnuts and all that. So they weren't there. So I'm telling, I showed them on my phone. Hey, it says that you guys sell them, but I could not. They were not in the store. And so your theory is correct. This is an imaginary thing. It's imaginary. So if they, you know where, if, you, if somebody <laughs> wants to send me some, send them to the office. I would love some chestnuts. Yeah. This Christmas season, it's it, it would be a Christmas miracle. It really it, it would. would be a Christmas miracle. That's on the Santa's wish list is to try a chestnut. I That's would love it. to. So then when I sing that song, I can sing it with a little bit more conviction. Because I do love chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Yeah, I mean, we're going to need an ESPN 30 for 30 on chestnuts. When they existed, when did they fall out of existence? How do we continue to believe they're true? So, yeah, it is a mystery with, with the chestnuts. Wow. And, and while I was on that train of thought, uh, I thought, well, what is figgy pudding? We also sing about figgy pudding. <laughs> it beats me. I looked that up. Not interested. No, thanks. <laughs> I don't know it? if it exists. I don't want it. it, it Something along the lines of mutton, and I, I was out. I was out. I thought of Seinfeld. I was out on the mutton. Um, it did not sound good to me. Whatever it is, forget about it. Yeah. So, um, so there you go. Last, uh, last story I'll, I'll share from my, my Christmas extravaganza so far. Um, I took my, my daughter Maddie to go see Santa the other day. Hmm. And we went to this great spot, down to really good Santa, and um, no line. Got right in. Got okay. right in to see Santa. And she was all excited to see him when we were leaving. She, she, she ends up getting shy. So she gets shy around Santa. And so we, you know, we forced the picture and all that. Well, the reason she was upset, no candy cane. All she wanted was a candy cane. Oh. The, the, Mrs. Claus is saying, well, do you want a Barbie dollhouse? And I'm thinking, I'm, I'm trying to elbow in her. Come on, enough with the dolly. What, what are we talking about? <laughs> well, do you, want a, do you want a new pony? Do you want it? Easy, easy, easy. And all Maddie wanted was a candy cane. Can we get the girl a candy cane? So, so no candy cane. I mean, we're really cutting back this year. If Santa's not handing out candy canes when you go see him. So that oh. was disappointing. So as a, as a father, as a loving father who yep. wants to give good gifts to my, my daughter, what do we do? We're back to the grocery store. We're back to the grocery store. I, I, I then had to buy 40 candy canes. <laughs> yeah, because you're not buying big ones in, in singles. Nope, you're no. getting the whole pack. Whole package. So I now have 40 candy canes to now eat throughout the season. So that's what, that's what, So Santa couldn't deliver on that, but Dad did. Dad did. I'll tell you what, Mrs. Claus is trying to upcharge you like crazy. What was she doing? Maddie wants a candy cane, and she's trying to upcharge you to a pony? I a know. dollhouse? Yeah, I don't know. I don't she know. She's asking call. for a candy cane. Let's get her that. That's right. <laughs> you said you're so, elbowing Mrs. Claus? I'm kidding. I'm, a, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm embellishing the story, Luke. You're calling me out on embellishing the story. But she did mention a Barbie dream house. I, will, I can confirm that. Okay. And I just was thinking to myself, come on, Mrs. Yes. Claus. <laughs> she, was, she was actually a very uh, – um, we went to see Santa. We got a lot of Mrs. Claus. Oh. Uh, she she kind of she made her she made herself known, which yeah. is fine. They're a they're a they're a team. They're a team. But yeah, we're we're here to see Santa. Yeah, so, <laughs> but she she's involved. I guess I guess she's Santa a, had a spokesperson that day. Yeah, he did. Yikes! He was kind of stepping back. He wasn't even sitting in the chair. He was standing. What? So we're standing, standing with Santa. Miss, standing Santa, Mister and Miss oh. Claus. It's a different world these the days. The whole I, operation is a disaster. There's no chestnuts. There's no candy canes. I mean, what what is this? Santa is standing all of a sudden. Yeah. It's a, oh. He's skinny as can be. He's skinnier than me. I mean, it's just, come on, have a cookie, man. Have some eggnog. What are we doing? 
<laughs> Short little beard, five yeah. o'clock shadow. Santa. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, he was, he, he was actually legit. He was legit. Um, all right. So there you go. And then I'm going to give you one. I'm convinced. And then we'll, uh, we'll hear some of our favorite, uh, Christmas movies of the year. Okay. Um, I, I'm convinced that Mariah Carey's song, All I Want for Christmas is You, is awesome. Every time it comes on, I, I absolutely love it. You can, yeah. I can't hear it too much. I think it's great. But the idea that she's the self-proclaimed queen of Christmas is unacceptable. Yeah. She has one song. She has one song. You know who the queen of Christmas is? It's Amy Grant, baby. Song <laughs> after song after song. She is a legend. Hit after hit. All the hits. Multiple albums over, over decades of, of contributing to the Christmas season with, with fantastic versions of the classics, with some of her original songs. She's the queen of Christmas, hmm. not Mariah Carey, as much as I love her one song. All right? We got to get a little credit to Mariah Carey's song, Jesus, What a Wonderful Child. Goes hard. I never heard it. Pretty good song. Never heard it. I'll tell you what we need, though. We need a crossover with your queen of Christmas, Amy Grant, with the king of Christmas, Kenny G. Kenny G. We need a Kenny G, Amy Grant crossover. How great would that be? That's a great point. So I got you on to Kenny G. So Oh, he's unbelievable. Yeah. We've been playing him almost every night. It's just fantastic dinner music. It really is. So good. So Uh, good. But my... My speaking of songs, we can jump right into this. Um, my my go to so some of my favorite Christmas songs, uh, the Neil Diamond "Santa Claus is Coming to Town" wow. gets me so fired up. Oh my okay. goodness! It's just it's good rock song. It's fun. Yeah. So I love that one. That's one of my my, my go tos. And I, I find myself more and more just embracing the classics, mm. like the traditional original Christmas songs with you know kind of the first person that made it famous those yep. are the ones that i that i truly love um i love the song winter wonderland almost every version of that song is one of those that, that is one of my favorites yep. um my favorite christmas album is the for him christmas album i mentioned that on every christmas episode of the podcast yeah um, i love sidewalk profits they've got great christmas music man um and then darius rucker darius rucker's christmas album is great other okay. than I'm not a fan of Baby, It's Cold Outside. I don't like that song, period. Lyrically? So, yeah, lyrically. So it's a weird song. So uh, Darius's yeah. other other songs on that album, really good. So, okay. Those are, well, uh, those are some of my Let me just uh, add to the list of greats. I, every year I have to, to put forward the greatest Christmas song of all time. The 12 Days of Christmas by Straight No Chaser, a cappella band. Oh, unbelievable. Give Straight No Chaser's Christmas Christmas album a chance. Very talented. You may not think acapella music has a chance to be added to your arsenal. Give yeah. it a chance. Okay. Very good. Okay. All right. Let me also add Michael Bublé's Christmas oh, yeah. album. Fantastic. Oh, can't go wrong with that. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, Michael Bublé. Yep. Yeah, count me in for that. Uh, also, Josh Groban, Ooh. his Christmas album. Very okay. good. I can Josh see that. Grobe and Andrea Bocelli, that that kind of mm. uh, segment of the music industry. That'd be fun live. I feel like that'd be fun live. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So so I got I got to add those to the list, and then yeah, give give me the classics. I, I will tolerate and even love some Justin Bieber Christmas, a little under the yeah. mistletoe. Oh Pretty yeah, good. Yep. Yeah, he gets I'm, it done. I'm good there. Um, you yeah. know, so 
for a while there, I, I tried to figure out what this song was and why. I was like, man, I love that song. It's from Home Alone 2 when they're in New York. And it, there's the, the, the beginning beat that's really good, but it's called All Alone on Christmas by Darlene Love. Underrated Ooh, song. Darlene Love, yes. Big fan. Big fan yep. of that one. Um, I, I also uh, watching Daddy's Home 2. <laughs> which is a funny Christmas movie. It's a little, it's a little rough around the edges. If you can watch the edited version, I encourage that. Yeah. But um, the uh, there's a song at the end, "Do They Know It's Christmas" by Band Aid from the '80s. Amazing, it's great song. Listen to that. Uh, dropping some at the airport recently. Very oh, random you, memory, but very good. It's very it's good. And then this yep. is my song, my song recommendation of the season from a spiritual standpoint. Emmanuel. The song Emmanuel by Shea Wilbur and Paul Wilbur. Hmm. Powerful, powerful. So worship song, very, very good. So check okay. that one out. Um, and then, of course, I love to rock out to my boys, Thousand Foot Crutch. That is my favorite band. Oh, yeah. Jingle Bell Rock. So yeah. their version of Jingle Bell Rock. Let me just allow myself to get on this quick, uh, I don't know, not even a soapbox, just to announce how much I love this music. Any screamo version of a Christmas song. <laughs> Count me in. I mean, easy to find. Spotify, Apple Music, hopefully your team Spotify. You just search Christmas Music Screamo, you'll find them. Oh, They're there. That doesn't sound... Screamo, seems, Jingle Bell Rock. outrageous, Luke. No, it is... If anyone can understand your at least old love for Screamo... That's right. ...can sympathize. Right. It's amazing. It's it's not a casual listen. It's an every <laughs> it's now family. and then... Not at a Christmas Christmas party. No, definitely not. In the background, you if you want to work out, lift 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 some weights, go on a run, but stay in the Christmas spirit. Fire it up, or you're on the highway. Road opens up a little bit. You don't have to worry about traffic. Turn the radio up. A little Christmas music, screamo. You will you will be impressed. You will not be let down. That's very funny. good. That's yeah. I wonder how many people will take you up on that. We'll see. We'll the see. The few that do. I, right. I know it will be few, but the few that do, <laughs> you are welcome. Man, so there you go. So I always enjoy good good Christmas music. I will say, though, I like a lot of different genres. That's what, like, am I normally listening to Justin Bieber? No, but hey, you throw on some Christmas, I, I, I'm fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, Carrie Underwood or uh, the other Carrie American Underwood, Idol yep. girl. Kelly Clarkson. Like some of the, <laughs> the those cowgirls that you said. The American Idol girl. Oh, they said the other cowgirl. No, the American, really Idol. That American Idol. I couldn't think of her name. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. Um, she was a girl then. Now she's a woman. But she was young on American <laughs> yeah. Idol. That was a long first was 20 winner, years ago. Gosh. She was the first winner. I think she was yeah. the first winner. Yeah, yeah. It was a long time. Um, all right, let's talk Christmas movies. And we can talk about our favorites uh, if we have time. But I have already jumped into a lot of the new Christmas movies. And Netflix, Amazon Prime, kind of checking out some different things. And of the ones that I have seen, the one that I teared up, I thought it was fantastic, very entertaining, Family Switch. Jennifer Gardner, Ed Helms, really good yes. movie. Did you see it? Just watched it last week. Ah, Unbelievable. Loved it. Yeah. Unbelievable. Really, now, really good. The thing is, it's funny. It's a little bit of a stretch, it being a Christmas movie. I agree. That's I the agree. thing. It's not, genius not marketing. Add the rotation. Ge yeah, genius marketing, because the little preview on Netflix, oh, they're in Christmas clothes. It opens yeah. up with a Christmas tree. That's right. And then Ends most of the movie has nothing to do with Christmas. But then it comes back. So, But uh, it counts. But the theme, and, but the theme and, and yeah. 
what Christmas the season can do and ultimately yeah. the and Christmas I'm, spirit. Yeah. I'm a fan of seeing Ed Helms in non office related TV shows and movies. Underrated. He's funny. And he was great that he was the perfect guy for that role. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, I also saw the movie Built More Christmas, Hallmark movie, really well done. It wasn't your typical Hallmark movie. It had some some twists and turns, very well acted. The, the story was unique. Yeah. Uh, I can recommend that one. Um, I also watched Eddie Murphy, Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> nah, nah, not, not good. Not, I, I just, I, it didn't land for me. Yeah. Um, I also saw the new Brandy movie, Best Christmas Ever. Didn't land. It, it had some moments. It, it, unfortunately, Heather Graham, I have nothing against her. She's just not a great actress. It wasn't, she, she, her role in that was brutal. Like, hmm. it wasn't believable. The, the relationship with her and Brandy, like friends, like they didn't even seem like friends. It, yeah. it, it just didn't work. Um, and then I started the movie 8-Bit Christmas. I turned hmm. it off. It was weird. It just didn't land. It didn't land for me either. So I've got a uh, I've got two movies to re- strongly recommend. Okay, first, Let's hear it. Last Christmas, I think it came out twenty nineteen. All I'll say, unbelievable ending. Wait, no, I turned that one off. Oh, give it a chance. Really? Oh yes. I didn't like it. No, please. I, okay. I will admit, a little slow in the beginning, but. It was too slow for me. I was like, I, I can't. I'm looking over at Jody, going, I, I can't do this. I, she I promise it. you, it is worth your time to finish it. All the right. ending is jaw dropping. That's all I'll say. Okay. Okay. It's unbelievable. All right. All right. It, it, I'll. Yeah. Yeah. What's the other one? Wow. Okay. The second movie is a movie slash a movie channel kind of. Have you heard of Up TV? I, familiar, but not. Uh, Okay, so it, it's right? a subscription. I forget what we were on. We did the free trial. So if you're in the mood to just binge on a weekend some Christmas movies, I would recommend the Up TV. Just get the week-long free trial. So if you're tired of tired of Hallmark, which I'll never get tired of. I mean, like some people say, oh, the acting, it's cheesy. It's just feel good. The, the classic Hallmark-type movies. Now, I mean, now there's Netflix versions and Hulu versions. They're great. Up TV, kind of on the come up, fantastic acting unbelievable wow. not okay. cheesy actually really good storylines feel good one movie in spe- uh, one movie specifically mistletoe connection very good storyline a girl's trying to save her store and she starts hitting it off with a guy at the company who's trying to buy her store very good very never good heard movie. that storyline before luke no very <laughs> good movie all right all right I'll very good acting that. up tv okay. mistletoe connection highly recommend Interesting. All right. The, the only weird thing is when you watch back-to-back movies on Up TV, it's the, the same main actress playing a different role. And the first 20 minutes of the new movie is trying to unlearn the previous uh, movie. That That is the case for a lot of those. Yeah, they, they over over uh, overuse them sometimes. Yeah. Um, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, there's still, there's still time to, to get in some Christmas movies. I was talking to Jody last night. Do we watch Christmas movies after Christmas? Oh yeah. Uh, sometimes I uh, sometimes I'm over it at I'm that team point. Yes. But. My family we watch months before. Oh and wow. A couple weeks after. Yeah. Okay. At least like the 26th, 27th, especially if you still have family in town. What are you doing all day? Got to throw on a Christmas movie. True. I so I like the classic Christmas movies really close to Christmas. 
So yeah. White Christmas then, uh, with Bing White Crosby. Christmas? Oh yeah, I've yeah. I've never watched that. That's old, that's that's old. Oh my gosh, that that cannot be I say, a real statement. When I say classics, Luke, I mean from the nineties. <laughs> that's why, let me be very specific. These are classics to my childhood. You have in to the watch 90s. White Christmas. Oh come on. Maybe I've seen A Wonderful Life. It's A Wonderful Life. Okay, but but here are my top five: Santa Claus, Home Alone Two, Christmas Vacation, Jingle All the Way, and Polar Express. These are the five that I can go to every year and enjoy. Yeah. Um, sometimes that that five has changed a little bit slightly over the years. No uh, love like for I, Christmas with the Cranks. I know I, I was in on that. Then I now I I liked it last year. Now I'm you put me I, on that one. I didn't see I know, it until last year. I love it. Good movie. Yeah, it's right there in the mix. So um, give me your uh, rotation, and then we've got to hear what fans want for Christmas, and then we'll wrap up the show. Yeah. So, yeah, anything Hallmark, I mean, now Up TV is very good. White Christmas. Uh, Santa Claus 2, definitely my favorite of the Santa Clauses. I, I am obsessed with the football scenes, especially when new Santa does the football scene and just obliterates the elves. Love it. And when he tries hot cocoa for the first time, uh, which reminds funny. me, the way he does that is uh, – the uh, the silver and gold Island of Misfit Toys, Yukon Cornelius, You're Without a Santa Claus, any of the claymation, old stop motion, whatever it is, those movies. Yeah, we're not on the same page there. I'm not into Which those claymation. I will ones. acknowledge, maybe it's just a sentimental thing. I grew up watching them. Now they're synonymous with Christmas for me. If I was watching them for the first time now, I could see a scenario where I think they're atrocious. Yeah. But... I'll have to see if my girls like those. I just I love know. them too much. Obviously, Polar Express. It's got to be in everyone's top five. We watched that Christmas Eve. That's our Christmas Eve movie. Okay. And then uh, Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn. It's so funny. <laughs> I've already watched it. I've already oh, watched it. So it's funny. a little rough around the edges. It is rough uh, around the edges. But, but a lot of funny lines. Yes. And, yeah, family dynamics. It's Yeah. It, it is funny. There were a few. There were a few lines that jumped out to me even this year that were like, "Oh man, I had caught that in the same way." Yeah, which happens to me with Home Alone too as well. Like some of these movies that you just watch over and over, you start getting funnier lines, and you you end up knowing the whole movie. And yeah, it's, that's what makes these Christmas movies fun. So, uh, so there you go. There's some some talk on uh, on Christmas uh, music, movies, all the fun. We will wrap up. Luke wants to share what Christmas or what fans are asking for this Christmas. And, and so curious, you can leave your comments, whatever you're a fan of, whatever team you're a fan of, what are you asking from Santa? If Santa could deliver for you for your favorite team or player. What, what are you wishing for this Christmas? So let's start as a Cowboys fan, Luke, what yeah. are you wishing for? So, so yeah, so I, I've got a few, but as a Cowboys fan, what are we wishing for? It's a trip to the NFC championship, Santa Claus. It's been so long. I'm not even asking for a Super Bowl. Could we just go to the NFC Championship game? That's all I want. I feel like that's an easy ask. That's asking Santa for a candy cane. I'm not asking for a dollhouse, not asking for a pony. <laughs> I just want a candy cane. Just a trip to the conference championship game. That's pretty good. So, as a Panthers fan, I am wishing for David Tepper to sell the team. So, <laughs> is that is that possible? Is that is that real? Uh, no, I'm wishing that the the next coach is a slam dunk, turns the whole franchise around. So whoever that's going to be, I'm I'm wishing that that guy is able to be here for for a long haul. 
that, that he's able to rebuild it and then continue on. That this is a 10-year run, at least, from a, from a new head coach. Because this turnover last few years has been very unfortunate for Panthers fans. So, all right, what about for some other fan bases? Yeah, so there are a few fan bases where I think the fans in unison, in unity, will be asking for the same thing. I think Buffalo Bills fans. Santa, can we have our division back? Gosh. I mean, we had to suffer with Tom Brady and the Patriots dynasty for so long, and now we've got a great head coach. We've got Josh Allen. We've got Diggs. But now it's Miami's division? We had no time. So I think Bill's Mafia begging Santa for their division back because this year it's been it's been bleak. It's yeah. been bleak. And, for sure. And then you think about the Chiefs. They're begging Santa for a wide receiver. Oh. Give him somebody other than Rasheed Rice. He's we don't solid. even want number one. Just give us somebody, a number two. Number, yeah, somebody next to him. Oh. Or, or a healthy Isaiah Pacheco, too. Yes. So they're, yep. they're, they're hoping for that as well. Speaking um, of health, 49ers, Santa, can we just have a healthy team in the playoffs? <laughs> because we'll win the Super Bowl if we do. I mean, That's we right. lost to the Chiefs in 2020. And then every year, injuries, injuries. They've been the best team in football. Santa, please, can we just be healthy? Last year against the Eagles, they have Brock Purdy for five seconds. Healthy Brock Purdy, you got to think they win that game. Definitely. I do. I believe that. Yeah. All right. What about sports fans in general? What are they asking for Santa this year from Santa? That's a tough thing to say. Are we asking for Santa? We're asking from Santa. From Santa for a few things. The first thing, if you're a college football fan, Santa, could we please have competitive college football playoff games, which we're hoping for this year. I know the controversy leaving Florida State out, but we definitely don't want blowouts in the semifinal games. We definitely don't want another Georgia TCU showing where there is no game. I remember being at that watch party. I think I've never watched less amount of football. There's nothing to watch. We want a game that goes down to the wire. And can we also ask Santa for the same thing for the Super Bowl? A competitive game. Can it be a game in the fourth quarter? That's all we want. Because Super Bowl commercials, they're getting worse every year. Those can't carry the load like they used to anymore. We need a good game. Santa, please just give us good games. There you go. That's right. So, um, yeah, I'm intrigued the next couple of weeks for, uh, yeah, college, pro, football. It's going to be fun. And NBA, I start getting into the NBA now this time of season, this time of year. A late Um, adopter. Yeah, I come, I come in late. You don't mix yeah. your food. You don't want your food to touch. We've been through this before. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, want my food to be touching me. Mix it all together. I just want a big plate of goulash. No, mix it all I together. like to mix my food. You always, you always, you put my <laughs> sports fandom. You lump it in with my my food desires. <laughs> totally different. To me, like, they're connected. They go hand in hand. No, I love the KFC bowl with potatoes and chicken and corn all in Amazing. one bowl. Yeah, fantastic. But my sports. I watch football. When the football season is over, then I start watching basketball. Yep. And I love it. I love Fair. both. They're both I'm, they're both I'm probably not going to remember that or give you the credit for that. My my top four sports are football, basketball, football, basketball. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So that's what they yep. are. Um but man, well, Merry Christmas to you and Madeline and enjoy the 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 Christmas season and New Year's. And we will be back with our regular shows either the first or second week of uh of january probably the second week um monday is new year's day um so we'll get back into the swing of things and um excited for the future of unpacking it thanks to all of our loyal listeners um we're wrapping up year number 10 
man, we're praising God for that. Uh, we thank you, you for being a loyal listener. For, for those of you that give, we thank you. Uh, if you'd like to give, you can go to unpackingit.com slash donate. Uh, but man, we celebrate this time of year because we, we are reminded that Jesus is real. He came to earth. He lived a perfect life. He died on our behalf. He rose again. And now we have the opportunity to live with him forever and, and to be saved and forgiven uh, for our sin. And so let's rest in that grace. And so as I end each show here on the podcast, I'm Bryce. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans who follow Jesus together. Merry Christmas. Thank you. We'll talk to you in 2024 right here on the Unpacking It podcast.